Welcome to the Autoimmune Thriver Method podcast. On this podcast, we will talk about real life, practical and transformative methods that will leave you motivated and empowered to take an active and proactive approach to feeling alive again with autoimmune. I am Cordula, Hashimoto's and PCOS Thriver, certified holistic nutritionist, your host of this show, and the founder of the Gut Health and Energy Breakthrough Program. I am deeply passionate about shining light on the immense impact nutrition, mindset, and lifestyle choices have for you to go from surviving to thriving. So let's get started. Hello, hello, everybody. How are you guys doing? Welcome back to my next episode. I'm so happy to have you back. This topic today that I chose is going to be a little bit different, but I think it's going to be a good one. I think it's going to be really, really helpful for you. Before we go into the episode today, into the topic, which is going to be the 10 steps to becoming healthy within two years, and I will go into detail as to why I say two years and as to why I picked that episode, I wanted to check in with you. I wanted to see how things are going, whether you have learned some new things from my previous episodes and applied it into your life and how things are progressing for you. So I'm actually just coming out of my four-day seminar that I'm running frequently throughout the year. And I love to run that seminar because it really helps me to understand where the pain points are with my audience. It really helps me to connect with you. And I I can really see where there's um, things that are not working. And what has really struck me this time as I was um, speaking with a lot of women throughout the four days, and I got so much great feedback on the topics and on how you guys perceived the four days and how much you learned and implemented. I really learned that you, the ladies that I spoke with, so I say you guys in the audience, you actually know a lot of things. So you're really well versed when it comes to nutrition, when it comes to functional medicine tests, when it comes to supplementation. A lot of you work with functional medicine practitioners or naturopathic doctors, and you have a really good knowledge around what you need to do in order to help your body shift out of symptoms and into balance. But what is the issue? The issue is is that you are being overwhelmed with the information that is coming your way. I sensed a lot of overwhelm. I heard a lot of frustration around, but where do I even start? Like, where do I even start? I know all of these things because of my research, because of me working with practitioners, and still I'm not getting 100% better, and still I'm not seeing the results. Like, I don't even know what to do anymore. And so this is why I really wanted to dive a little bit deeper into the mindset piece today and into bringing in the framework of how you can create a solid mindset around your autoimmune health because we are so focused on the mechanics. So we're so focused on the doing and we're so focused on the implementing and the research and the theory and all of these things that are coming our way. But we're not so much focused on how we feel on our bodies and becoming in tune with what our bodies are actually telling us. We're not listening, taking the time to listen and then adjust and tweak our protocol or our actions 
towards what our body is telling us. We are mostly focused on what other people tell us to do, what is the next best step to take. We are following a lot of us following a certain template protocol that has been given to us by our practitioners. And, you know, this might help you shift forward in your health, but it can also hinder you because it's not dialed into what your body is telling you. And so this is why I created this episode today. And I hope that it's going to help you because I can tell you from my own experience, I did all of the mechanics. I worked with a lot of practitioners. I did all the research. I went to nutrition school in order to help myself to learn. And I did learn so much. And I'm so grateful for all of the things that I have learned about nutrition, how nutrition works in our body, how I can start to make my bowels move, my constipation go away, my hormones level out, my fatigue and brain fog lift, all of these things. However, Only when I started to work on my mind, only when I started to create that solid mindset and that solid framework around my thoughts, I was able to really get to the next level of health and to get into a place where I saw remission, but also where I wasn't even feeling ill anymore because my symptoms just really started to ease up and go away. So this is what I want to share with you and hope that it's going to be helpful for you as well. So the episode I called the 10 steps to becoming healthy in two years. I say two years because we are always rushing on our health journey. We are always trying to see quick results, which is fair because we're not feeling well. And even though we are able to get some really good breakthroughs in our health when we're doing the right things, when we're implementing the right things, our bodies still need time to adjust to the changes that we're implementing. It just takes time. And only I would say after one year to two years, you will really see that your body is starting to settle into the new normal and that everything starts to become aligned. And so that is why I say two years. That is what I typically see in my practice. That is definitely what I saw in my own life. Um, Even though throughout the two years, I was definitely seeing better results and I was getting better. However, only after two years, I really started to see big results coming into my life. And so that is why. So the 10 steps to becoming healthy in two years or less, depending on the severity of your issues and your symptoms are the following. I'm just going to go through them and I hope it resonates with you. Number one, I want you to create a health vision. So if we don't have a vision for ourselves, we are basically stumbling along in the dark. So when I was sitting down and when I was taking that time to really imagine myself as a healthy person, it was very difficult for me because I didn't even know at that point what it means to be healthy. Because honestly, when I was thinking back into my life, I was feeling unhealthy or I had severe symptoms basically since I was 13 years old. So I didn't really have that. um, I couldn't really feel myself into the vision of what does it mean to be healthy? 
But the thing is that if we are starting to connect with an image of us being that healthy person that we aspire to be, and then we sit down and when we tap into that feeling, it can really be a great motivator for us because it allows us to go into our imagination and allows us to see what might become possible for us. Because when we're working on ourselves and our health, it's not that we're going back to status quo. It's actually that we are growing and evolving into something better because for many, many years, you haven't been feeling very well at all. And so you don't want to go back to those years. You want to evolve. You want to get better than that. You want to actually feel better than that. So that takes a little bit of imagination and a little bit of a health vision that you're creating for yourself and tap into that vision so that you can feel how it feels to be healthy and create the life that you plan on creating and that you would like to live. It's very, very important. So that is step number one. Step number two is develop a 90-day system for measuring your progress and future pacing. So I have found that very, very important for myself. That is something that I learned from one of my coaches to really take a look at where I've been coming from and where I'm headed. And you can only do that when you start to track your things. So I don't mean that you need to be regimented with anything. I don't want to put any sort of pressure and stress on you, but it can be extremely helpful if you sit down and if you create a sort of like a forecast for the next 90 days. So you sit down and you pick a few goals that you would like to achieve in the next 90 days, in the next three months, and then you are deciding what type of key action steps you will have to do in order to get there. So for example, if one of your goals is that you want to increase your energy, so then you can go and you can say, okay, well, number one, I need to really hydrate my body every day because that really allows me to be well hydrated and to give me some energy and to not feel sluggish. So then you write that down and say, okay, I need to hydrate. I need to drink three liters of water every day. And you put that on paper and you put that on your, on your goal spreadsheet. And then you remind yourself, you can print it out and you can hang it up and then you can, or you can put stickies on the walls and that'll remind you to drink three liters of water every day. If you do that for three months, you will notice a difference in your body if you haven't been doing it before, right? Because it's so easy that we get sidetracked and not drink water. And I know it sounds so simple, but it's really something is just a consistency of doing it that'll help you to move towards that goal that you're setting for yourself within 90 days. And so after 90 days, what you do then is you take inventory, you look back and you see Did I do those key action steps that I needed to do in order to reach that goal that I set for myself? And then you can tweak and then you can adjust. So it's a very helpful system to implement. Number three is to develop a daily routine to live in a flow state. So what do I mean by flow state? When everything in your life is really not flowing right now because you're experiencing a lot of symptoms. The thing is, is that in order for you to become the person that you aspire to be, the healthy person, you need to create daily routines that your healthy version of yourself would create. 
even though it might be hard in the beginning, and I'm not going to doubt that because it's not easy, right? But if you develop daily routines that are helping you to become that person, you will start to live in a flow state and you will have to hold yourself accountable to it. So even if it is difficult for you in the morning to get up, you get up and that is good, but then what do you do, right? So when we are fatigued in the morning, we can't get out of bed, we really just wanted to sit down again and maybe have a coffee or have something else that'll get us out of the fatigue a little bit more. Understand that the first thing that will help you to reset your circadian rhythm is to actually step outside of your house, to expose your skin to sunlight, to get that vitamin D in, to ground yourself, to put your feet in the grass, on the soil, whatever it is. And even though it is hard, and even though you just don't feel like doing it or going for a walk first thing in the morning, you intuitively know that this is a habit that your healthy version of yourself would most likely perform. And so it is really important to develop that daily routine that will move you forward and help you to become that person. So that is number three. Number four is to design your environment for clarity, recovery, and creativity. I remember, so my environment for some reason was always cluttered. So I had to work really, really hard on putting my things away right away when I was finished with them. Whether that is laundry, whether that was books, whether that was toys when the kids were little. And that came from a long-standing fatigue level and procrastination, always trying to put things off until I feel better or until I feel like it. So there was a lot of clutter in my environment and I could totally feel that this clutter in my environment was also uh, making me anxious and it was making me not feel happy in my environment and it was making me feel, oh my goodness, now I have to do all of these chores. And so designing your environment for clarity, recovery, and creativity is very important because you want to create an environment in where you feel happy, joyful, in where your nervous system calms down, in where you feel actually relaxed and you can focus on yourself and focus on becoming clear on your next steps that you want to take in your health. And you can also kind of like just be and enjoy the space and recover and let your body rest. So that is a really important step. Number five is focus on results, not habits or processes. That is something that I had to wrap my head around when I read that, because oftentimes we're being told that we shouldn't focus on the results. We should just focus on getting there, almost like it's the journey. And that is very true. So I, I agree with that. However, I have to say when we are trying to become healthy, when we're trying to reach a level of health in our autoimmune Focusing on habits and processes is good, but keeping our eyes on the results that we want to achieve can be very powerful because if we write down the results that we want to achieve, we can then go back and we can assess our habits and processes that we have been putting in place in order to see the results. 
So if I'm working on relieving my constipation and I'm just, you know, focusing on the habits that I'm creating and the processes to get there. So drinking more water, maybe taking some digestive teas, digestive enzymes, stomach acid, all of these things. But I'm not focusing on the results, so I'm not taking note if it's actually working, if my bowel movements become easier and more smooth and all of these things, then I might get lost in the doing. And so if I write down the results that I want to achieve, let's say again in three months, I want to have a full wholesome bowel movement every day. And so I write that down and I keep track and I do my things that I implement to get there. And then I recap in three months from now, I focus on the results and I see, okay, how often was I able to go to the bathroom daily in a good solid way so that the bowel movement was really an easy process and not pebbly and all of these things. And then you can assess and you can connect your actions to your results and you see if what you have been doing is working and whether it needs some tweaking. So focusing on results can be very powerful. It allows you to adjust and tweak. Number six is identify your ideal mentors and partners. So that is something that is important because you honestly, hands down, you cannot do it all by yourself. If you are in the midst of your autoimmune symptoms, if you don't feel well, you can do a lot yourself. You can achieve a lot by yourself, but you need support. And whether that is your family, whether those are friends, whether that is a practitioner, whether that is just a person that you ask to be your accountability partner, Honestly, the going is going to get rough and then you need somebody that you can brainstorm with, that understands what you're going through, that cheers you on, that pulls you out of the mud when it's getting a little bit harder. So you will have to find, identify those ideal people that are there for you throughout the journey and that can help you to move forward because if you are doing it all on your own, it's very, very difficult. You make it very hard for yourself. Number seven is become a brilliant listener and observer. So oftentimes we are getting so caught up in the different opinions on nutrition, lifestyle, and then we are just jumping from one thing to the other because one person says this, so we're trying it out, with the other person says another thing, so we're trying that out, and then in the end, we are just um, jumping back and forth like a ping pong ball and we're not seeing any results. So it's really important to become a listener and observer and really sit with that information first when somebody tells you when you read something and really do a little bit more research on whether that is valid information because there is an abundance of information out there that is not validated by any type of research scientific support or anything where, you know, anybody can call themselves now a nutritionist or, you know, a health coach or whatever it is. So make sure that you are really listening and observing and checking that information that is coming your way. Number eight is focus on who instead of how. 
So that is really something that helped me a lot because who am I trusting to help me with my issues, right? That connects to the um, finding your ideal mentors. But if you're focusing on who is going to be helping you instead of how and what you need to do, you will find that you you're so much more at ease when you do the how, because if you're focusing on somebody who has been there maybe, or somebody who can actually help you rediscover what you need to do in order to get better. So whether that is a practitioner or maybe even other practitioners like you know, if you feel that you want to give acupuncture a try, or if you want to, if you feel that your body is so stressed that you might want to go see a massage therapist to alleviate the stress. So basically really gathering your network of different practitioners and people, coaches, family members, support network that can help you navigate this journey will be very, very important. And then the how will come if you focus on who can help you with this. Number nine is continually update your values and your definition of success on your health journey because your body is going to be starting to change, which means that you want to then move forward in your um, your values and your successes because you will have to start to focus on very small steps, on very small wins in the beginning. You can't go from being completely inflamed with eczema, with constipation, maybe SIBO, candida, all of these um, autoimmune symptoms, joint pain, all of these things, you can't set a goal that you are going to be waking up in three months and you have none of those symptoms anymore. This is not how it's going to work. So you are setting really small goals. You are going to be going step by step First, you're going to be working on your bowel movements. Then you're going to be working on your stomach acid. Then you're going to be working on maybe increasing your nutrient-dense foods and all of these things. And so that is why you need to continuously update your values as you achieve those little milestones, okay? So you don't get stuck and you constantly move forward in your health. And the last one, 10, don't wait too long when you know it's time to change. So this was my biggest pet peeve that I was really a big procrastinator and I'm still working on it. And so when I know that it's time to change to do something different in my life, I was always the one who was weighing my options and I was always, you know, reaching out to other people and asking them, do you think that is a good idea to do that? Or do you think that is the right approach to help me? Or what do you think? So I have learned that when my intuition hits me and my quote unquote gut feeling hits me and I know that this is what I need to do next, whether that is some sort of, I don't know, some sort of different protocol or that I wanted to work with a certain practitioner that can really help me or that I wanted to set boundaries within my own family, um, really create a new time schedule to navigate in. All of these things, I don't wait too long anymore to implement these things. 
I am having these conversations. I'm reaching out to people. I'm reaching out to my family. I'm reaching out to practitioners. I'm reaching out to coaches. I am implementing these things that come to me when I know it's time to change because the quick decision making can really help you to catapult you forward. If you're starting to weigh things out too long, you will likely get stuck because it's always the fear of change that then kicks in in us. Oftentimes that prevents us from doing things differently. But if we don't do things differently, we are not changing our life and we're not changing our health and we are not changing anything and we're staying stuck in the current status quo. So I can honestly say that was a really big lesson for me in my life to not wait too long when I know it's time to change things up. So that is step number 10. All right, everybody. Now I gave you my 10 steps to becoming healthy in two years or less. And this is really just a summary of what I have experienced, what I've been seeing in my practice, and what I have been practicing in my own life, which has helped me quite a bit in order to move forward on my health journey all of these years. And I'm still on my health journey. It never stops. And it's really important to, to look at these things and implement them from a mindset perspective and not just the mechanics of doing certain things. So I hope that was helpful for you guys and you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. I also wanted to let you guys know that in the next episode, I will be bringing on my first guest speaker, which I am so, so excited about. She's an amazing Ayurvedic practitioner and she focuses on inflammation. And so she will talk to us about Ayurvedic practices and how we can start reducing inflammation with some Ayurvedic practices and supplementation as well as just a different type of lifestyle. So I'm super, super excited to have her and I hope that you guys will truly enjoy that conversation. I'm so happy to have her come to my show. So this was it from me for you guys today. Lastly, my last update for you guys is that as of tomorrow, I'm actually opening doors again to my Audimune Thriver Circle program, which I call the Audimune Health Incubator because it's a program that is ongoing and that you can immerse yourself in with one-on-one support from myself. And then you have all of the audio trainings, video trainings, PDF worksheets to really work through different areas in your gut health and your detoxification pathways, your adrenal health mindset, all of these things in the incubator part of it, like in the program itself. And then you have myself and my assistant help you guide you through that journey so you can implement the right steps that you need to take at any moment in time in order to see your health move forward and to experience breakthroughs in your energy and breakthroughs in your gut health that'll eventually add up for you to lessen your symptoms and finally get rid of the symptoms. So it's called the Autoimmune Thriver Circle program. I will link the page to the program here in the show notes. If you are interested in getting help with your own autoimmune health, then please reach out. We're always happy to welcome new members into our autoimmune thriver circle. And that is it for me for today. I hope that you guys have a beautiful week ahead and I will see you again next time. Mm-hmm.